Welcome to the Maximize Your Potential podcast, where we demonstrate that you have unlimited potential, and when you maximize it every day, you will lead a life of happiness and fulfillment. Well, welcome everyone. Al Rutan here with my good friend, Chris Baker, with another Raise Your Bars podcast, our co-hosted podcast with our new program on Raising Your Bars. And BARS stands for Behaviors Plus Actions Equals Results Plus Success. And that's what we're here to help you achieve in your life. Chris, my friend, how are you doing? Al, I'm doing uh, wonderful today, Al. I've just come off a a day-long leadership training um, seminar, and it's really really good. And I think it just hit home to me again that, you know, people really need to invest in themselves, right? Invest time and uh, and probably money, right, if we're honest about it, but time in themselves and in their businesses because – you know, even even though we are leadership experts and leadership coaches, you go to days like this and we learn. Right. Right. We always yeah. learn something, yeah. right? even if it's one thing. Right. But you learn something you take away. And what it does is it energizes you and it just it just gets your creative juices flowing again so that you 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 know, you're reinvigorated to, to go out and help other people. And um, it's. It, it it's it's satisfying it's good so i'm feeling Amazing. feeling good today and i think that's the key right we need to as leaders as business owners as uh people that are interested in personal growth and development we got to stop not we can we can never stop growing right we right. there's always there's always more to learn and it's not saying you need to go to conferences and seminars every day of the week folks it's no, just no. do something today to make yourself better tomorrow whether yeah. it's reading a book, listening to our podcast or another podcast yeah. or attending a conference now and then just to reignite that spark within you to fan the flame, so to speak, to keep you energized mm-hmm. and engaged in your business and in your life. Because man, there's, you know, again, we keep hearing all these, all these negative things in the news media about what's going on in the world. And, you know, Chris, you know, I was just reading an article today where Facebook's going to start by tomorrow laying off, you know, 8,000 workers or something like that. Right. Yeah. Like it's just, you hear all this stuff happening in the, in, in the economy out there right now, but we are looking at it as, okay, this is an opportunity. How can we look for the opportunity in every piece of adversity that comes your way? And I think that ties in nicely with our topic tonight, Chris, we're going to talk about failure and I'm really going to pass this over to Chris because we were chatting before we hit record here. He's just got some really great insight into this. So I'm going to let him obviously take the lead tonight and go on failure. And I'll just chime in every once in a while with my with my two cents worth there, Chris. Yeah, perfect. So so uh, what, what I wanted to, to just talk about today, and it sort of triggered it from the, the conference today, to be honest, was... You know, we we we've talked before, and and it's a, a a topic that we've covered about failure, right? And and um, you know, failure actually being good, right? whereas most people see failure as bad. Um, and and it led me to to again be be thinking about risks and when do we take risks? Yeah. And not only when do we take risks, but how do we measure whether that risk was was a worth worthwhile risk or not? 
Mm-hmm. And one of the things that that came out is that most people will measure the the results of their or, or measure the 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 um, effectiveness of the risk on the results. So if right. the, if they take a risk and the results are not exactly what they wanted, they'll turn around and say that that risk was not worth taking, and they and they they sort of go back into their comfort zone. Whereas what we what we should be doing is looking at, at again and and evaluating that let's say quote unquote failure although I still think it's a learning experience it's not a failure but evaluating to look and say well okay so so what what did we do and and following our bars method we're not looking at the results we're going back and we're looking at the behaviors and the actions that led to those results right and, right. and reviewing those. All right. And and you were talking uh, again about a model that that John Maxwell had talked about where 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 you look at failure. But then what you do is you you. So let's let's reverse it. When you 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 you're going to take a risk, you test it. Right. You you uh, you 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 move ahead. Mm-hmm. You'll probably fail. So you evaluate it. Right. You adjust and you go again. Go again. Right? Exactly. To re-enter. And I think that's where a lot of people get that they get stuck, right? That's where they get stuck is that, oh my goodness, this hurt, right? There might've, there's probably a little bit of pain associated with that failure. Yep. And that's where they stop. You're, you're right. They retreat back into their comfort zone, but what happens in your comfort zone? Well, mediocrity happens in your comfort exactly. zone. Yeah. 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 And actually when you're in the comfort zone, you know, we, we, we say that growth only exists outside of your comfort zone and it's true. Yeah. That doesn't mean that in the comfort zone, you're going to stand still. No, you're actually going to be going backwards because mm-hmm. if you're standing still and other people are going forwards, then, then you're actually going backwards. Yeah. And th- right. and that's sad and tragic. And how many people, you know, um, I heard someone say the other day, you know, how, and, and I've heard it before, but I heard someone say it again was how many, how many unwritten songs, how many unlived dreams, how many unwritten books are lying in the cemeteries of the world? Yeah. Because people allowed fear to take over, retreated to their comfort zone, mm-hmm. and then eventually drifted off into the afterlife, yeah. but left, it took with them all of those incredible books and songs uh-huh. and, and gifts that yeah. they didn't tap into because they allowed fear to be their controlling factor in life. They do. And, and this, is, this is why I say don't live in fear of failure, live in fear of regret. Absolutely. Well, I, I'm, I mean, <laughs> I've, yeah. I've used this far too many times as quote, but the, the Zig Ziglar one, right? Discipline weighs in ounces, regret weighs in tons. Why would yeah. we, we would rather pay the price, the discipline now to again, reevaluate the, the, the loss or the mm-hmm. failure, right? And then re-enter as John says, or try again, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. and, and discipline ourselves to do that, then allow us to have that pain of regret in later on in life. Right. Yeah. And too many people I'll spend, spend, uh, too long waiting for the right time. Right. Mm-hmm. They're, 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 they'll be, they'll be working on whatever it is they're working on, trying to make sure that it's perfect before they launch whatever it is that they've got to launch, whether that's a new product or whether it's a, a you know, writing a book or whatever it is, uh, publishing the book. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the, the, the thing is that you, you'll never reach perfection. Right. Perfection is a myth. 
I tell this to people that that um, that again that I I interview and and people on my teams and people that I coach. There's two two myths that 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 I I really will talk people out of. One is that that they want to strive for perfection. I say no, perfection does not exist. You should be striving for excellence. Yeah. Because exactly. excellence is something you can always improve on. And we've always got room for improvement because like John says, if we if we don't, if we get to a point where we've where we where we're finished, well then we quit. Exactly. Right? We, there's nowhere yeah. else that we can go. Right. So we can always get better. So don't don't be a perfectionist. Be someone who strives for excellence. Right. And so perfection is a myth. The other myth is multitasking. I know this going slightly off, slightly off topic, but people say I'm a great multitasker. So, okay, so well, you can do you can do a couple of things at the same time, can you? And they're like, well, well, I can I can handle multiple tasks. I said, well, that's not multitasking. That's no. handling multiple tasks, right? right? What you've got to what you've got to become an expert in is single tasking. Right. And that comes and down finishing. to prioritizing. Yeah. Prioritizing and scheduling, which is something <laughs> that we that we we're going to teach in our in our program. And it's something right. I coach on, because if you do that, you're going to be more productive. You get more done in less time. So let's debunk those two myths, multitasking and, and perfection. Right? I'm, just thinking, I'm just thinking I, I've known so many people over my career that attempt to multitask and never finish an entire job to completion. Correct. Right. And that yeah. as a leader was one of the most frustrating things I had to deal with, with yeah. larger teams is like, no, stop, go back and finish what you started over there first. Yeah. Fully and completely. And then come back to do this over here because yeah. you know what? humans are a horrible multitasker. Like if I'm texting someone, don't talk to me because I cannot hear you. Right. Right. Like I just I just can't focus on those two tasks at once. I have yeah. to say, excuse me a moment. Finish this off. OK, now put that down. Turn my phone over. Silence the notifications. And now, OK, yeah. now I'm yours. Let me listen to what you have to say, because I can't even multitask in that sense of thing. My brain doesn't work that right. well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tony Robbins says where where you, where your focus goes, your energy flows. Right. And, yeah, and you can only focus on one thing at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And um, because, so, and, and again, that's, I think that's, sorry, I cut you off there, my friend, but I think right. that's, that's the thing we need to be, we need to be cognizant, aware of where we are allowing that our attention to flow. Correct. Right. Cause I think a lot of people too, on these, this distraction and all looking, you know, Oh, you know, ball over here, or Oh, look at that bird over there. Mm -hmm. And they, they allow all of this distraction and noise that's going on in the world. Right to pull them off track as well. And yep. that's probably, that could be one of the causes of your failure. You're Absolutely. not focused in yep. on the end goal. Right. Well, but, but here, here, here's the thing I with that, I would say is that they, that what they're not focused on is the B and the A in bars, right? They're not yeah. focused on the behaviors and the actions, Right. yet they expect to get the results. Yeah. You know, um, I yeah. mean, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. Right. But if you if 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 all you're doing is looking at the result and then you go in ahead and you and you're doing things without concentrating on what it is you're actually doing and evaluating what you're doing to see what worked, what didn't work. Right. Something works. How can you replicate it? If it didn't work, why didn't it work and how can you correct it and right. then go again? That is the only way that you will that you will overcome the failure, right? And learn right. from that. It's the only way that you will grow 
it's the only way that you will that you will you will be able to to succeed and i think that's really a good point that i just want to drive home a little bit more is is yes it may be a little bit painful yes it may have cost you something mm-hmm. physically emotionally financially right but like john says and sometimes you win sometimes you learn right if you were able to learn and grow through it did it make you stronger sure it might have been a little bit of pain but at the same time if we learn something through that experience it's helped us better ourselves that when we do re-enter or try again or try the next project we'll know hey don't do that because that did not work what how what can we try differently to make us more successful this time or to make us have success this time and any exactly. right, like, and I know we're, we keep saying this, but so many people get wrapped up in that failure, which paralyzes them from doing mm-hmm. something else moving yeah. forward. Yeah. I've they made did. lots of mistakes in my time, Chris, I can tell you that much right now. And it'd be very easy just to sit on my couch and watch Netflix until the day I die. Yeah. Right. There's lots of hours of TV programming on there and lots of stuff yeah. I could find to do. But at the same time, uh, that's not in me right? That's not part of, that's not who I am. I could not sit by, I could not sit idly by and let life pass me by. No. Even with all the mistakes and the pain I've experienced in life. But the, the, the thing is with with that, Al, is you have, you've learned from those mistakes, right? Now my wife would probably argue otherwise in some cases, but most (laughs) of the time, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I, I do that. I know that, you know, when, when, um, you know, when I wrote my book in 2018, I, the, the 10 steps of freedom, I didn't write it for any other reason than to get it out of my head right? Right. <laughs> because I wanted to, to go back and reevaluate my life. That was, um, what was, I was 50, 52 years old when I published that. So mm-hmm. I wanted to go back and reevaluate my life and, and be honest with myself as to what had I done that I wasn't proud of, right? right? What mistakes has I made and and why did I make those mistakes? Where did I go wrong? So I could correct, you know, course correct. Right. And, and I'll honestly say that in the, the four years since then, my life has done a 180, right? Because I was, a, I, 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 I increased my level of awareness and I was open and honest with myself. I looked in the mirror, right? Whereas what most right. people do when they, 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 it goes wrong is they point the finger at someone else and they forget that when you do that, there's three fingers yeah. pointing back at you. Exactly. Right? And, exactly. and the, the thing you need to do first of all is look in that mirror. Accept responsibility. Yeah. And I think that's, we, we lack a lot of that, a lot of that in our culture today is that accepting the responsibility, it always tends to be somebody else's fault, somebody else's fault, Yep. but, um, and, and you're right. And you know what? And I have to say, Chris, you know, and kudos to you is that you've, I have seen an exponential growth in, in just how you handle situations and your level of wisdom and knowledge and understanding of, of, you know, life has has you know it's inspiring to see because you know okay. you've you've had some tough times too you know and just to see the incredible growth that's taken place within you and i think that adversity either either makes you stronger which you it has mm-hmm. or it cripples you and 
and you end up being, you know, a fetal position laying on the floor, yeah. sucking your thumb, right? Like, and, and yeah. yeah, there's two, two options. So let that adversity sharpen you folks, right? Sharpen you and make you stronger. And, and, and let's be honest, I've been in that fetal position, right? I was in that position where I was like, do I want to carry on? You know, right. being honest about it. Do I want to yeah. carry on or have I have I had enough? Right. And I don't just mean of a job, I mean of life. Right. right? And and the at, at the end of the day, you have a choice. Mm -hmm. Right. And and the that that responsibility is yours. Right. You're accountable only to yourself as to as to which choice you make. And and I chose to actually stop, take a long, hard look at myself, reevaluate what who I was what I wanted to do, where my strengths were, where my values were, and then live my life by design based on those things. Yeah. All right. And, yeah. and most people don't do that. And, and I like that. And, I like that live life by design. Why don't yeah. you try and go a little deeper with that? Because I think a lot of people allow life to just happen. Correct. Yeah, correct. Most people um, are drifting through life. They're living life by by what, what we call default, right? In other words, they're letting other people dictate the path their life takes. Right. And I can promise you one thing, that somebody else does not have your best interests in heart, right? They, they, they're, they're interested in themselves. What most people right. are interested in is what's in it for me, mm -hmm. right? The only person that is truly invested in your best interest, your health, your welfare, your future is you. Right. So so we we are we owe it to ourselves to pick ourselves up by the bootstraps and get on with life. All right. Exactly. And yes. but you 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 know, to live life by design, you have to you have to do that hard work and an evaluation to understand who you are. Right. All right. To understand what your what your values are. You know, and and um, you know, I, I was just doing this with a, a coaching client um over the last week. And and it's it's in, it's really interesting to to actually sit and do that, right? How many of us have ever done it? I know I know you've done it because you know we've got the the uh, the leadership value cards from from the Maxwell team and mm -hmm. uh, and there's another. I, I used a different model for for this guy, but um, how many of us actually sit down and, and and could tell you what are your top five values and why are they your values and and you won't compromise those under any circumstances. Right. And then how do you live those out in, a, in your life every day? How do you use those as your decision-making barometer? That's and that's, life. and that's one thing. Yeah. That's living life by design. And that's the one thing too. If you don't know your values, then you need to spend some time establishing what those are. Right. And then when things come your way, it's very easy to dismiss or allow to proceed if it aligns, if it aligns with your values, great. We move forward. If this goes against what my values are, then it's dismissed. You don't even have to give it a second thought. You just move on with life. Yep. And, yep. and, and if I, and if I may, Chris, because you mentioned drifting and if, if you haven't, if people, if you haven't read outwitting the devil by Napoleon Hill, it's yeah. actually quite a financing, um, quite a, um, what's the book? I'm, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a good book. Yeah, <laughs> fascinating. It, it That's the word. Fascinating, fascinating is the word I'm looking for. It yeah. escaped me, but I've actually been focusing on this page, and I've had it open to this page on this book for a few days now, talking about this. 
And it's just the commentary. And it says, Hill discusses these seven principles to attain spiritual, mental, and physical freedom. I'm just going to read them really quick, Chris, because I think this aligns with what we're talking about tonight, that, that failure that happens in our life, allowing it to make us drift through life. But he talks about, number one, definite, definiteness of purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. We've talked about that before. Number two is mastery over self. You just talked about that. We have to take responsibility. Yep. I'll take a hard look in the mirror and say, Hey, Chris, I'm going to pull myself up by my big boy pants and say, what's, what do I need to do to move forward? Right. Yeah. Learning from adversity is the third one. We're going to hit some speed bumps in the road, folks. It's, yep. it's really your mental fortitude and your attitude. That's going to help you get past those speed bumps and move forward in life. Controlling environmental influences, specifically your associations, who you associate with. Yeah. Time, giving permanency to positive rather than negative thoughts, habits, and developing wisdom. Harmony, acting with definite purpose to become the dominating influence in your own mental, spiritual, and physical environment. And then caution. Again, this isn't fear. This isn't perilous, paraly- paralyzing, but caution, thinking through your plans before you act. Yeah. Give it some thought. Make sure you're, is aligning with our values? Is it aligning with where I want to go? Is this going to help me get closer to my goals, dreams, and desires in life? Okay, great. I've thought into it. Now act. Right. Now act. So I think that lines up all really well with, with what we're it talking does. about this evening. Yeah, it does. And, and you know, the, the, the thinking through... The actions before you before you act is again is key, right? I mean, there's another another famous saying that that um, failing to plan is planning to fail. Exactly. Right. But but how many people just like get an idea and go for it, and don't actually sit and work out work it out or or reflect and review as they go along. Right. You know, yeah, so many exactly. people don't do that. One exactly. one of the tasks I again I've I set people now. Um, when I, when I coach them is, is, you know, at the end of every day, review what you've done during that day. Mm-hmm. Right. And actually, mm-hmm. if you, you know, when, if you're, if you're at work, put it in your calendar, 15 minutes at the end of the day, right. Your last 15 minutes is sit and re- reflect and review on what you've done that day. Right. Again, what worked, what didn't work. Yeah. Something worked. How can I replicate it? If it didn't work, why didn't it work? How can I correct it? Did I get everything done that was on my task list today? You know, did I, in the prioritizing and scheduling that I did on my calendar, did I stick to it or did I allow right. myself to drift off and do things that, that I found more interesting and, and actually put off the tasks that I should have done until tomorrow? <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. Um, I've never done that, Chris. <laughs> never put anything <laughs> off till tomorrow. No, of course not. <laughs> but but that, if you do that every day and, and write it down, and then at the end of the week, you you look back at what are you what have you things done Monday through Thursday, and and what did you do Friday, and get mm-hmm. a weekly recap, and mm-hmm. then you do the same thing the following week at the end of the week, and then at the end of the month you take your four weekly recaps and you look at them and go what have I learned? Right. I guarantee, great. guarantee if you do that, right consistently, you will correct bad habits. You will create good behaviors and good actions, and you will see your results increase. Guarantee it. Amazing. Love it. Love it. Can I add two more questions in there that one of my mentors taught me one time? Absolutely. Just at the end of the day. So that's great. End of the the workday. But maybe at the end of your day, uh, you know, 
you you've sat down in you know in in your chair in the evening with a cup of coffee or a glass of wine or you've laid down in bed at the end of the night ask yourself these two questions what did i do well today and what could i have done better today yeah right and yep. just think into those two questions at the end of every day and that mm -hmm. that's a great great way to to cap off the day so yeah. Chris, what, what should we do for a challenge to our listeners this week? Or did you have anything else you wanted I think to say? I, I talked more than I wanted to tonight. I was going to leave this to you, good. but I think no, we it's had good. a good conversation. It's good. Well, what, one, one thing again, just to add to that before we give the, 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 uh, the, the challenge, but in the morning as well, you know, spend five minutes, just, just talking through talking out loud. What are you grateful for? Amazing. Right? Yeah, so put great, that gratitude in the morning and then at night again, you know, ask those questions. So I think the challenge is that's good. Let's do that. Right. We want to create these behaviors and actions. So gratitude in the morning, review and reflection at, at, at the end of your, your work day to do with your working mm -hmm. um, behaviors. And then the, the two questions I was just giving you for, for personally. Right. Yeah. And, and then, uh, you know, do that every day at the end of the week, do your recap. Wonderful. Amazing. Do that for a month. Uh, you yeah. will find that it will then become a habit and you'll continue doing it. And I, I, I guarantee if you do it effectively, right, you will get the results. If you do it half-heartedly and you skip a day here, you skip a day there, guess what? Yeah. Your behaviors and your actions are not good. Therefore, That's your right. results are not going to change. Right? <laughs> so bars, bars works, folks. Raise yes. your bars works. So Absolutely. if you have a business and you want Al and I's help with this, we've got that that webinar. Right, the link will be in the in the podcast thing. Go and raise your bars. Yeah. Book a book a discovery call with us. We'll go through and we'll give you a, a roadmap of again free of show you what, what is potential within your business. Right. Uh, and then and then uh, we, we go from there. But yeah. there's your task. Take take control of your life. Wonderful. Right? Understand, you know, what you are for, what your purpose is what your values are, do those, those uh, review and reflections every day, the gratitude every day, mm -hmm. and then post and tell us what you're doing. Go yes, to raise your bars, uh, raise your bars, Facebook page. Yes. Tell us how you're doing. Right. Yeah, folks. And you know what, if you found value in this tonight and we get our today, whenever you listen to this, I thank you for tuning in, but please share it with your friends, family, coworkers, anybody else that, you know, if you know a business owner that may be going through a little bit of a tougher time, uh, then send them to raiseyourbars.com. Tell them to watch our webinar and hop on that call. All of that is free and we're here to help and serve you. Thank you for tuning into the raise your bars podcast. And I'm Al Rattan along with Chris Baker, and we will be back next week. Have an amazing day. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of Maximize Your Potential podcast with myself, Chris Baker. If you enjoyed this content, I encourage you to subscribe so you get notifications as each new episode is released. And then if you could rate and review it on your podcast platform, that would be much appreciated. In addition, share the podcast with as many people as you think would benefit from these messages. I want to continually bring you these messages of hope and, and application that you can put into your life so you can maximize your potential every day. In the show notes is all my contact details if you want to reach out to me. be more than happy to, uh, to help you and I look forward to catching up with you soon. Have a magical day and bye for now.